Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another Mike Tomlin Tuesday. That's right. The bye week is over, and we are back into the regular routine of the Pittsburgh Steelers preparing for a game. We'll get 12 of these in a row with two of them being off a decent bit because of Thursday nights. There'll be another one that's off because of a Saturday, maybe a second one that's off because we don't know about that Colts game yet, but that doesn't matter. That's further down the road. That's for future Dave and future Mike Tomlin and future Pittsburgh Steelers fans and everything to worry about. Right now, we are rolling on into week seven as the Pittsburgh Steelers prepare to face the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, 4.05 on Sunday. Here we go. This episode of the Mike Tomlin press conference is brought to you by the word behoove. That's right, behoove. That was used five times during the press conference. The media was picking up on it. They were even tweeting about it. They didn't realize I already had a running tab on the side of my paper. I was I was tracking it as well. But yes, that was the word of the day for Coach Tomlin. It was behoove. After he comes out and says, good afternoon, he's saying what I think most Steelers fans are thinking. Excited to get back into things after the bye week. Yes, we are, Coach. Uh, talked about how there's... You know, during the bye week, there's a lot of ref reflection and self-analysis. He was asked about that more later, and he's like, uh, I don't know any team that wouldn't use the bye week for reflection and self-analysis. That's what we all do. So, so you know, don't, don't make such a big deal over it. It's what you do in this business. Injuries. Talked about injuries. So let's get to those. Deontay Johnson, Anthony McFarland. They were taken off the reserve injured list yesterday and placed on the reserve injured list designated to return list. So they're not on, on the 53-man roster. They have now been designated to return, which means they are eligible to come back to practice. That starts the 21-day window for them to be either be added to the 53-man roster or spend the rest of the year on IR. If you remember that whole spending the rest of the year on IR because the window closed, isn't something it is like, oh, well, that never happens. No, it happened to the Steelers last year. Happened with Calvin Austin the third. They opened his window. He came back. There was a setback with his foot. He ended up with surgery out for the year. So just because it's open doesn't mean that they're back. But the fact that the Steelers did it on Monday and didn't wait till Wednesday, which was the more common day to do this, tells me that there's a good possibility that at least one, if not both of these players, will be put back on the 53-man roster for this week. That is a move that would not show up until most likely, you know, 4 o'clock on Saturday. It could be earlier in the day because the Steelers are traveling, but that's one of those moves that you wait until that time to make, you know, figure out who's going, who's not going on the on the plane. Wouldn't be shocked to see the, those roster moves happen at that time. I wrote an article about who the players who could be cut could, could be. I really hope uh, – for the running back, it, it's the third guy that's been inactive that they got off the Falcons practice squad. That That's who it would be for Anthony McFarland. As for Deontay Johnson, it could be – Rodney Williams, please don't make it Rodney Williams. He is going to get grabbed up by somebody. He's too good of a special teams player. It's one thing to clear waivers at the beginning of the year. It's another thing to, to clear waivers when it's just throughout the course of the week. At the beginning of the year, there was, you know, how many a thousand some players that were that were out there. So there that was that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. One thing to remember with those two. 
they will not show up on the injury report because they're not on the 53-man roster. So if you're looking for the injury report, oh, did Deontay Johnson or Anthony McFarland, what are they listed as? What are they doing? They will not be on the report because they're not on the 53-man roster. So remember that going forward. Also, mention the other players who had been missing time. James Daniels, Dan Moore Jr., Pat Frermuth, DeMarvin Leal, Presley Harvin. All of them expected back at practice. Don't even know if they were even at practice on Monday because Coach Tom didn't say they very well could have been. That was a bonus practice. They didn't have to report what was going on there. So that's everything for the injury front. No new injuries that we know of. Could anything have happened during practice over the bye week? Sure, but that wouldn't have been reported, and Coach Tomlin wouldn't even need to bring it up. He didn't, which tells me there shouldn't be anything affecting the game. The Steelers had the opportunity to have everyone available. Now, how much they're available? remains to be seen. We will get some answer to those questions during the question and answer period. Before we get to that, let's talk about how Coach Tomlin talked about the Rams. Every week, it's the same thing. Coach Tomlin basically makes you feel like you're playing the what with the 85 Bears or whatever it is every every time because it makes it seem like these teams are so great and so fantastic that uh, that, that there's nothing you could do could could stop them. Talked about the offense. He says Coach McVay mixes the run and pass very well, and he stays a step ahead. Yeah, that's something that I wish we could say about the Steelers' offense, but that's a whole different subject. Talked about Matt Stafford, how he's experienced, and he uses his eligibles well. Talked about you know how Nakua, he sees the opportunity in Cooper Cup's absence, but now that he, now that Cup is back. That they kind of got both guys how they're using them. Says how they have a capable running game uh, that they can overcome unavailability of, of people. Talked about how Coach Tom, we have mentioned before, he would have expected that they're, you know, if if that their number one guy might have been Acres. And now that's not the case at all. So uh, with other guys being down, that it seems like no matter who they have is capable and can get the job done in the running game. Because uh, the reports are the top two guys are out for the Rams. But if you're the Steelers, you've got to be ready and think that no matter who they put out there, they're going to be able to get the job done. When it came to the defense, he talked about um, defensive quarter, uh, uh, coordinator Raheem Morris um, and some things. Coach Tom is very familiar with him. Um, he says he's he's um, fundamentally sound. Uh, says you've got to be wary of Aaron Donald. He's like everybody tries to minimize him, yet he still does what he does. So you could talk about minimizing Donald, but that's what everyone tries to do. So that's what the Steelers are going to have to do. All right, so that sums up everything in the opening statement. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. We will talk about all the questions that were asked from Coach Tomlin, some interesting stuff, things coming at left tackle, and, and, and things of that nature. So stick around. We'll be right back after these messages. All right, Steeler fans, we are back. Whew. All right, let's get into these questions. All right, Coach Tom was asked about, you know, well, the offense over the last five weeks and what you can improve. And he's like, isn't this what we talk about every week? He's like, yeah, we talk about it a lot. Okay, uh, you got to get better everywhere. You got to um, absorbing the, ne the negativity based on their results. He was talking about, you know, scheme versus execution. He's basically laying it all out there that it all has to be better. He's not laying the blame on any one thing, and he is not saying that there's anything that's beyond blame. That's kind of how that goes, and that's how it's gone throughout things, as Coach Tomlin was once again asked the same question. Do you think that's bad? 
there's another one at the end that you're going to like, um, which which basically is based off the next question here. Um, asked about Kenny improving. Um, this one here's where he busted one out. He's like, doesn't behoove me to dive into it in this setting. In other words. If they have specific things they're trying to work on with Kenny Pickett and that they're looking to improve this week, why would you tell the other team in a press conference? That's why Coach Tomlin said that, and he's exactly right. So in other words, he's acknowledging that there needs to be improvements, but say outlining what everything is isn't beneficial to their game plan. So remember that. Coach Tomlin was then asked about Dan Moore if he would be back in the starting lineup if he is ready to go this week. And Coach Tom says that's a big if, okay? So he says that's a big if. So even though nothing changed on the depth chart, he just still says that's a big if. He's not saying that Moore won't be ready. He's not saying – I mean, think about it. How much would Dan Moore have to be ready in order to move back ahead of Roderick Jones who, who stepped in for him? You know, this is always the question, and it always depends on – who the guy is, and who the next guy is. For example, um, when a couple years ago, when both Zach Banner and Devin Bush were coming back from similar injuries with their knees, people were like, oh, well, not all knee injuries. They're not just because of the same injury. It's different based on where they're playing. But you all, this is something that I said, just to give a little aside. Okay, You have to ask yourself, is an 80% Devin Bush better than your next option versus is an 80% Zach Banner better than your next option? At the time, the Bush was the better option because the Steelers just really didn't have anything, if you think back to that now, versus the Steelers had better options than to have someone like a Zach Banner that wasn't 100%, who never actually came back to play. But that's kind of what's going on here. You have to think about it. Um, a 70% TJ Watt is going to be better then the next guy, even though the Steelers are deep at that position, you're still going to have someone that's like that. I don't know. It might take 100% for Dan Moore to be back out there over Broderick Jones. And honestly, at that point, I don't even know that that's the case. But Coach Tomlin right now has the excuse of coming back from injury if they're choosing to go with Jones. And there's really no reason to tip their hand right now either with that. But we'll probably learn more about that as the week goes on. So – that was that question. Then he was asked a question about, about um, you know, the, does what do you do with with uh, um, what's your general philosophy behind when injured players are coming back? Coach Tomlin answered this right. It's on a case by case basis. You can't just say that. Oh well, when a when a starter gets injured and then when they're healthy they get put back in the lineup. That's no. You have you can't. You know, box yourself in with those kind of things because not every situation is the same. All right. So then um, Coach Tom was asked about rookies learning from the from the bench. And he said, you know, every venue is an avenue for learning, whether it's in practice, whether it's on the sidelines of the game, whether it's in-game, things of that nature. Okay. Was asked about Jones and, and everything with, with what he's been able to do in, in that kind of the you know kind of a follow-up to the question and coach Tomlin says you know he he got in helmet experience so that was really and coach Tomlin says but I guess it is he got in helmet experience against the Ravens because that's one of the things I talked about last week on the Scobro show was that it's one thing to do what what you did like these rookies what they did last week but to do it against the Ravens because how many times do you hear 
oh, yeah, well, that, that rookie did all right, but can they do it against the Ravens? That's kind of the measuring stick when it comes to the Steelers. In other words, can you do it against the best that the AFC North has to offer? And that's what those guys would, did last week. So anyway, let's move on. Um, was asked about um, Joey Porter Jr. being closer to a starter. And, he, and Coach Tomlin's answer was, each week they all are, meaning referring to the rookies. So that you could take that as some encouragement. Was asked about Deontay Johnson um, and what he brings. And he's just like, you know, expert route running. He's like, that's not tipping off anything. Everybody knows that. That's what Deontay Johnson brings is that is that great route running. Uh, was asked about um, KP8, um, Kenny Pickett finishing uh, game strong versus not being as strong throughout the game. And Coach Shaman says he, he doesn't shrink in weighty moments. Talked about how that was part of what attracted them in the draft process. Okay. Um, can And <laughs> it's funny, Coach Tom was asked a follow-up question. Says, can you work on something to get that out of him earlier in the game? And Coach Tom says, been working on it every day of my life, um, which is kind of funny. Um, was asked about the inside linebackers. Um, and he said that, um, you know, they're growing in many ways, listed off a bunch of stuff, but the main thing he kept coming back to a lot was communication. I was asked about, you know, the, the loud crowd on defense and, you know, what you do about that. And he, he said cupping, you know, making sure you're hearing what's coming through the helmet and hand signals and everything are things that you have to deal with uh, when those things come around. Okay. George Pickens was asked about, you know, the whole idea of, you know, stepping up with Deontay Johnson gone and everything. And, and Coach Tom's like, that man has taken a step forward every day of his life. In other words, he's like, he's in year two. He should be taking a step forward every game, even if it wasn't for the situation with Deontay Johnson. So very good answer. I like that one. Um, was asked about weighing, you know, Najee Harris versus Jalen Warren, when to play each one of them, how to how to break it down, all those kind of things. And he's like, there's no cookie cutter answer. You have to do it on an individual basis, and it's constantly evolving throughout a game, even. There might be where you think, oh, well, we're gonna do, we're gonna be using Najee in this is me talking, not not this wasn't a coach Tom quote. We're gonna be using Najee at this state of the game if we're in this situation, you know, with this score going on, you know, this game situation and all this going on. Based on how the game's going out, it might be that you have Jalen Warren instead, or vice versa. So it's not something that you it's not cookie cutter. You can't tie yourself down to doing one thing. And I, I, sometimes I, Coach Tomlin can answer this to so many different things. And it's right. You just sometimes have to go with how things are working. <sighs> okay. Keanu Benton was asked about him. He's um, said, you know, um, he's been using his opportunity to continue to get, get better. Um, and he's growing with inconsistency and comfortability. Uh, I don't know if he said comfortability or just being comf comfortable. There we go. Um, using Joey Porter Jr. against Baltimore was asked specifically about that. He's like, we did what we had to do, the, what we thought was necessary to win that game. So that's why they went to Joey Porter Jr. They needed something specific in that game in order to do it. All right, now i got to flip the page because i got so many notes from all these questions. All right, uh, was asked about minimizing Cooper Cup. It was brought up the whole idea that the last time Cup was shut out in a game, I'm pretty sure this is in a game where he played, you know, the whole game or – a significant amount was in 2019 against the Steelers. 
Um, yeah, that that was I was at that game actually, um, and <laughs> which is interesting. And Coach Tomlin, I had to think about this for a second because of what Coach Tom said. He's like, man, 2019 is a lifetime ago when it comes to professional football. Um, and he, he kind of said, you know, you, you don't go in thinking you're going to shut somebody out or anything like that. You can't even compare 2019 to now. But he kind of said about he, – he made the comparison to T.J. Watt. He's like, week in and week out, T.J. Watt gets double teamed, and yet he still makes plays. That's what's going to happen when you have someone that's at that next level, and that's how he sees Cooper Cup. All right. Um, was asked about, you know – generally being more successful this time of year with coach Tomlin coach teams. And he's like, I don't compare this one to other ones because so many other teams, you know, teams are different with personnel and everything else, which is exactly the right answer. I uh, was asked about giving up uh, like a lot of yards to wide receivers. Um, and coach Tomlin said that he's not worried about obscure stats at this time of the year. Um, pick it was asked another question about Kenny Pickett improving. And Coach Tom was like, the same question. He said, it's about getting better. So Coach Tomlin rattled off some of the same stock answers after acknowledging that he was literally asked the same question again, So, uh, which he was. Uh, was asked about the offensive line missing games and, and everything if that they've been over to, to, to still win, although they were missing two offensive linemen in the last game. Um, because, you know, they didn't have any miss any starts last year and um, what that means. And Coach Tom's like, you know, you're, we're still writing that story. He's like, he's like, I don't want to speak into where we have to overcome that adversity. We look forward to it because we don't want to kind of, you know, wish that on anybody um, was the way he was he was saying that. But, uh, yeah, that the offensive line has had to come up and, and step up um, with – not having the same starters all season like they did last year was asked about the, the team's identity and if they really have one. And coach Tom says in some ways they do. And in other ways it's, it's really evolving um, was asked. The last two questions then came about Minka Fitzpatrick was asked about him not really having any kind of splash plays. And he's like, Minka will make splash plays. He's like TJ Watt doesn't go out and have a bunch of sacks every game. There are games that he will and games that he won't. Um, then he was asked the last question about Minka being in the slot. Um, and he's like, Minka's going to be Minka wherever we put him and wherever we use him. So that was Coach Tomlin's answer to that. So whew, we were back for a Tomlin Tuesday. Now it feels like all is right in the world again that we are back into Pittsburgh Steelers football after getting that small break in there. Hey, speaking of being back, Steel Curtain Network podcast never went away. Now, there were some of them that weren't there because they're very game dependent. Like last-minute thoughts. You'll get them again on Sunday now. Like a post-game show. We will have that Sunday with myself, Jeff Hartman, Brian Anthony Davis, following the, the, the game on Sunday. So it'll be a little bit later because it's a 4 o'clock game. But other than that, we're bringing our whole lineup of podcasts that we always do, and we're continuing to bring it to you at Steel Curtain Network. Dot com. If you haven't checked it out, please go check it out. We are, like I said, starting a website from scratch is not easy. So any support we can get, we really appreciate it. All the podcasts are available there as well. So part of the reason for the website is to is to promote the podcasts. <sighs> also, tonight, if you're not busy around 9 o'clock, check out myself. And Big Bros Go and the Scobro Show live on YouTube. We usually we, we shoot for nine o'clock. It's usually about five after or so um, on our YouTube channel. 
or the Steel Curtain Network, Facebook, Twitter. It's, it's It'll be live at all those places. So whoo, we will be back with practice tomorrow. Injury reports come back on Wednesday. That's really nice, getting back into the swing of things. Let's see if, what, how the Steelers roll out of this bye week. They've got, they've got a couple um, interesting games. Then they have a stretch of, of might be the easier part of their schedule. And then they finish out with some really – uh, tough games at the end of the season, but uh, let's not look too far ahead. That's singularly focused on uh, going out to LA and, and coming out of the bye week strong and getting a win out in Los Angeles. So with that, that is Mike Tomlin's uh, po- press conference on Tuesday. And as I always say to close these out, go Steelers. <laughs>